Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Who would I pick to be Max Verstappen's teammate, as well as the rest of the grid? Well, let's find out, shall we? Thanks to Andrea in the comments, they suggested an idea about which drivers I would like to see go head-to-head -head with one another in the same car which I think is a great idea. For each team, we are going to keep the highest scoring drivers. So, uh, sorry, Oscar, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to uh, do some chess swapping. For the three world champions, we are going to be using any driver that we like from the era of ground effect. So essentially 1978 onwards. Leave your suggestions in the comments. We start off with the likes of Haas and Nico Hülkenberg has been retained. But who would I put up against Nico Hülkenberg? He's quite tough as old nails. He's been around the block a few times. And I don't think he's afraid of pulling any punches because he's not exactly holding in his punches with Haas at the moment, telling them to get a grip or else they're not going to get anywhere. Somebody needed to say it, but I feel like a teammate that might be quite fiery and I would love to see them in the same car is the likes of Esteban Ocon. What? You want Ocon to remain on the grid, Law? But you've been so against him and how militant he is and the fact he's going full on war mode next year. Shouldn't that be a red flag for any team? Yes, for most teams, but with the likes of Haas, it's a bit of a no man's land, you see. They'll just take anybody, quite frankly, who isn't a rookie. But I feel like Esteban Ocon kind of fits well at Haas. Quite a lot of people in the comments really brought that to my attention, so thanks for that. And I would be wholeheartedly agreeing with you. I think Esti Bessie would have been great with the likes of Grosjean and Magnussen, but Hülkenberg has now fallen into that list as well. But I can easily tell that Nico is looking for the exit at Haas, but still. With this remaining year he has with this team, I would love to see Esteban next to him because these two would just go against each other so much. But I think also, since they have no personal beef with each other, that maybe they could work together quite well. And maybe Ocon might have a place in Haas because I might put him in my predictions for 2025 if he doesn't stay with Alpine since they're shedding staff like crazy at the moment. Then we're going to the likes of Salva. Now, Valtteri Bottas has been retained, even though he is 
really been quite anonymous this season. But who would I put him up against? Because quite frankly, Zhou Guanyu, he's been even more anonymous. He, he's a fine driver, but for the purposes of this video, I would like to see him going up against Sergio Perez. Yes, the two wingmen of the recent era duking out for the ultimate wingman accolade. Of course, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't appreciate that moniker. They are drivers in their own right, and Valtteri Bottas has won nine Grand Prix in his career, which is a lot more than I have, and quite a lot of wins than most Formula One drivers out there. So it's quite unfair to call him a wingman, but he is still part of the Lewis Hamilton story, much like how Sergio Perez is part of now the Max Verstappen story, which is something that Helmut Marco is now bringing to everyone's attention. Good job, Checo. You've held your own against Max the longest, but in an Austrian accent. Bottas and Perez at one point were duking it out for third place in the championship, and I would like to see them in equal machinery. And also Perez returning to the team that gave him his big break in Formula One in the first place. And he made a lot of waves because remember, when Checo was at Sauber, he was really, really stirring the pot. Because remember Malaysia 2012 when he was duking it out against Alonso in Malaysia? He nearly got his first win in his second season of his career. And also, just goes to show that Brazil 2023, that wasn't the first time they were at loggerheads with one another. So that was quite an interesting parallel. But maybe that might get Bottas to do, well, something that people will remember him for. Because 2023, he's really not kicked on. He's sort of pulled a Kimmy and is just like coasting right now. But hey, at least he's happy. Then we go to the likes of insert your name here, racing bulls, insert your name here. This is a cool spot. And OK, call this a cop out. But I feel like they got my ideal head to head combination already in Sonoda and Ricardo. I know, I know. This is a bit of a cheap shot that I'm just not thinking of anything. I can't be bothered. But come on. This is exactly what I want to see. 2024 is going to have a lineup which is essentially going for the second seat at Red Bull alongside Max Verstappen. Tsunoda has actually not crumpled as much as I thought he would against Daniel. So to find them both in the same car that has been tailored for both of them will be really fascinating to see. I think this team has actually given me what I want. I want to see this happen. I don't really need to think of anything else. Now, when I came to Williams, I was really, really struggling. At one point, I was thinking Kevin Magnussen and Alex Albon, especially when you actually go back a couple of years and realize that Kevin Magnussen was approached by Williams to replace one of their drivers, not Nicholas Latifi for the 2021 season because he had money attached. No, Williams were looking to replace George. Yeah. Even K-Mag said no to that because he thought that was stupid. But no, I decided to go for George and Alex together. The two rookies of 2019 duking it out at teams where I think that their hunger for wanting to impress and make an impression on other drivers and teams would be validated because this is something we've seen with George Russell. He spent his first three seasons at Williams learning that if you want to get points and try and get somewhat competitive results, you need to scrap for every single point you can get. You need to make very bold calls and very tough decisions. And this is something that Mercedes aren't really appreciating, that this go for it attitude is simply just being overlooked and being overruled. At Williams, I don't think that they would do that. They would take both drivers' feedback seriously. Also, there's that natural competitive edge because they came from the same season of Formula 2. And even though George came out on top there, 
I feel like the Alex Albon of now, after all the stuff that he's been through, would be a much tougher competitor. So I would like to see a round two of Formula 2. And Williams would be the best place for them to be able to fully utilise their skills that they have gathered in the time they've been in the sport. So Albon and Russell for Williams is definitely something I want to see. And I think they would be great in bringing Williams back up to somewhere in the top midfield area. Speaking of the top midfield, we're going to Alpine next, and a team which is very much worryingly looking at 7th place and the constructors in the face, if all the rumours and speculation of insert your name here, racing balls, insert your name here, this is a cool spot, turn out to be true, then they're going for P5. Yeah, they're going to need a better team. And I feel like Pierre Gasly, partnering with Charles Leclerc, would be a very, very good one. Because quite frankly, what Alpine needs right now, since they're shedding staff all the time, almost every other day in fact, is a team combination that don't rock the boat. That they are harmonious, they get on, they're competitive, they're fast, and ideally they're both French or French-speaking, but at the same time, they're both tenacious. These two together could really make waves in the likes of Alpine and gather a lot of interest, especially in the Instagram community. They are also team-centric, keen to impress the team. Gasly, already in one season in Alpine, has managed to build a team around him. And Charles is getting there. But there are still some doubts. But Frederick Vasseur's influence at Ferrari is definitely starting to get that idea of a team around Charles in motion properly this time. But I feel like it would be much faster when you've got a team that's looking to try and not rot the boat anymore with drivers that are thinking of the team first. And also, they get along. They are two top French-speaking drivers, so naturally you'd want to compare the two. We are moving on to Aston Martin. Now, in an ideal world, I think a lot of people would want to see Alonso partnering up with a teammate that isn't the father's son. Now, we are not going to have that. Given the combination of drivers that we have on the grid presently, I would like to see Fernando Alonso go up against Carlos Sainz. Now, of course, this is two Spaniards working together. They do get along. They do respect one another, even though people like to speculate that there is some beef between them. But nevertheless, they are both calculating, very shrewd and keen to impress. They're not afraid to try strategies of their own, as we saw with Carlos at Silverstone in 2022. And of course, his famous victory in Singapore of this year, that they can think things on the fly. They are not afraid to call out people in their own team, and they are very verbose. If you put these two drivers in equal machinery, I think we could have a really exciting combination. That, and they would also want to try and do well for the team, because if they don't have a team that is working well for them, then they're not going to get good results. And they're not afraid to speak their own mind if things are going wrong. As Fernando has said many, many times throughout his entire career, and he's become infamous for. Now, when it comes to a champion, because, of course, Fernando is a two-time world champion, who out of the pantheon of classic Formula 1 drivers would I put him up against in the same team? Well, considering how cerebral Fernando Alonso is, why not put him up with the professor, Alain Prost? These two drivers are very much well known for their smarts and being able to think on the fly. Alonso has shown this throughout this entire season that he can be, if he's got the right car under him, being able to not having to concentrate on just driving the car, he can look around. He can ask what's going on with other drivers in the race. What are they doing? How do I need to adapt? That is something I really want to see up against the likes of Alain, who is also well known for being able to think on the fly, not push himself too much, do whatever is necessary to get the result that is ideal for getting the championship. These two together, two of the most intelligent drivers that we have seen in the modern era of Formula One, that would be fantastic. Who is the smartest? That would be fun. McLaren. 
Lando Norris, having scored more than Piastri, gets to be in the hot seat still at McLaren. But who would I partner him up with from the other 19 drivers? Well, I would also consider him, because he's also a rookie of 2019, to put him up against George Russell. I've speculated sometimes about George and what he would be like as a McLaren driver, and I think that whole sentiment that he would have at Williams about chasing every single point and thinking of the team... I think this would work at McLaren as well, because they are very much open to listening to driver feedback and then coming back and then thinking of calculations. I feel like George and McLaren would get along quite nicely. And also, there would be that banter between two British drivers of the similar ilk. And also that thing I was talking about with Albon and Russell, this would be even more magnified with Lando, since he was the runner-up of F2 2018. Right the wrong and make it equal between them. That would be really fun. That, and I feel like George could do with a much more laid-back team, rather than Mercedes, who are just basically morose and lamenting that, oh, we used to be great. You could still be great, Mercedes. You just need to, uh, you just need to slim down a bit. Now, Ferrari. I think that if you had Charles Leclerc at Ferrari still, what kind of driver would you need to partner him? Well, you need a driver who is quite quiet, who is at a stage in their career that they are not trying to go for leadership status at the moment and are keen to learn and keen to bring much more glory to the team. I propose the idea of putting Charles Leclerc and Oscar Piastri together. Now, why would I do this? Because Oscar is quite relentless. He is a driver who's showing no fear at the moment, but he still has to work on his tyre management. That is something he really needs to get a handle on quick. Wait, why would you put Oscar here? Because he would clearly be put as a number two and he wouldn't be valued. You have the same problem that he had with Alpine. Well, Hear me out. I would still like to see him going up against Charles and to see the best of what Charles can provide. And of course, Ferrari need to provide Leclerc the ideal car. But these two together, I think on the personality level, would be somewhat compatible because Oscar is the kind of guy who doesn't really flare up. We've seen a couple of times this season when he's been duking it out with Lewis Hamilton and Oscar doesn't get angry. He just gets like mildly grumpy and just then just gets over it quickly. And he has every right to be angry, but he doesn't do it. And he's at that stage in the career where I think he won't mind being the second because he's still learning the tricks of the trade. And I feel like Charles Leclerc would be a really good example for him to follow. And also something that Charles will be able to kick on and step up without too much nervousness because Oscar is aggressive on the track, but his laid back personality is not something that Charles would get too stressed about. But this is just something I would like to see in terms of these two at this time. Give it a couple of seasons. No, these two would not be compatible at all because Oscar would have kicked on. He'd have learned a lot more. And then I think Charles would be bricking it. So I think for now it would work. Now for Lewis Hamilton at Mercedes. Who would I want to see him up against? Well, I think it would be quite obvious here. It would be Fernando Alonso again. Now, after what happened in 2007, you would think I'm being crazy right now. They tore each other apart. There was so much paranoia between the two. The McLaren team made such a bad idea of hyping up Lewis Hamilton for years and then bringing a two-time world champion to the same team, promising the guy utmost priority and then not delivering. The whole pit stop gate at the Hungaro ring was just the icing on the cake. Very disgusting icing. But now, considering what we've seen in 2023, especially that little challenge in overtaking battle that they had at Bahrain this year, I feel like these two have matured considerably. And when you put these two drivers in the same team, I think they would be able to handle themselves a little bit more competently and without too many fireworks. I want to see where they are at this stage of their careers, because Hamilton was coming in in his rookie year 
completely on cloud nine. He had been able to prove McLaren right and justify their investment. Whereas Fernando Alonso was coming in, hopefully going for a third world title, and then having the rug pulled out from under him. If they come into a team where they know the score, where they stand, that they are essentially equal in terms of status and glory within Formula One. Yes, I know Lewis has won more titles than Fernando, but in terms of their reputation and their place within Formula One history, they are quite equal. I feel like this could be really, really interesting and to see how far they have come and seeing how good Fernando is still, he is approaching his mid 40s. That would be really cool. Now, in terms of the greats, putting Lewis Hamilton up against the likes of, well, Ayrton Senna, obviously. Considering that Ayrton is Lewis's idol and he has made no bones about making that the case, this would be a natural fit. People would want to put him up against Schumacher. Well, he kind of was against Schumacher because Michael was around in the early 2010s and so was Lewis. We kind of had that, but we would still want to see Ayrton Senna up against Lewis to see the two together. Since they are honorary compatriots, since he does have honorary citizenship, Lewis, of course, from Brazil, and I would just like to see Ayrton do his stuff against him. Now, OK, Max Verstappen. Oh, boy, this is quite a toughie. But you know what? From a poetic sense, I would like to see Max Verstappen team up with Pierre Gasly again. What? He got completely trounced Pierre in 2019. Well, the Gasly of 2019 is a far cry from where he is right now. After many years serving his time at AlphaTauri for something that would never arrive, thanks to the fact he burnt so many bridges while he was at the top team, and Helmut Marco was too stubborn to give him a second chance, and then he just got bored and went to Alpine, Gasly has improved dramatically since then. He is completely different. He is a driver who you seriously would want to consider as being part of your optimal team. For the fact he is a really good team builder, he rallies himself around the team, he knows what he needs to do. Yes, he still has flare-ups from time to time if things aren't going his way or if there's been a lack of communication, as we have seen this year. But considering that everyone was really worried about his status with Ocon, things have been kept relatively on the down low, which is a good thing, which shows some sense of maturity from Pierre. I feel like he would understand the needs of the team more and be a little bit more assured on himself that he could still play his part and still quietly and more discreetly get the upper hand over Max whenever there's a time when Max shows some sense of weakness, which is a rarity but could still happen. Now, okay, when it comes to the greats, Max Verstappen, teammates, well, of course, Michael Schumacher. I would like to see that, considering I am a Michael Schumacher fan. I followed him religiously back in the 2000s and late 90s. Equal machinery, who is the ultimate goat? These two are ruthless. They are uncompromising. If they're on the same bit of track, I don't see which one would yield. Both of them would be going into that corner, and I think both of them would take each other out because they are not willing to back down. That kind of spectacle, that is something that everybody would want to see. And everyone is wondering, can Max Verstappen score more world titles? Of course, this is an absolute hypothetical, but it was still something I would love to see, considering that I am a big Michael Schumacher fan, and I feel like Max Verstappen could be a worthy opponent at this era of his career. Now, and come on, come on, you know you want to see it. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. Thanks for listening to my ladder ramblings. If you liked what you heard, do be sure to leave a five-star rating on your podcasting platform of choice. I really do appreciate it. And until the next time I traverse the ladder, I hope you have a pleasant day. Goodbye.